This podcast episode was recorded live by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med at the 2022 ASH Annual Meeting in New Orleans. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're at the ASH Annual Meeting, and I'm here with Dr. Robert Rifkin. So Dr. Rifkin, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you very much, and I'm delighted to be here. I'm Robert Rifkin. I'm a medical oncologist at Rocky Mountain Cancer Centers in Denver, Colorado, and I'm the disease lead for multiple myeloma in U.S. oncology research. And aside from ASH, I also am the medical director of biosimilars for McKesson. Um, So I think today we're talking about your study on the impact of COVID-19 on treatment patterns and management of multiple myeloma. Would you like to tell us about the study and the background for it and why you decided to focus? I think this is a very interesting study because, as all of you know, it's based on the ConnectMM multiple myeloma registry that we actually started back in 2009. And in our first cohort of patients, we accrued about 1,500 subjects. The next cohort in the registry was 1,500 more. And what was interesting is the way things spread out. At the very start, we didn't have nearly the number of multiple myeloma drugs that we have now. And in the second cohort, we started to reflect some novel agents. And around all of this came the emergence of daratumumab. And as all of you know, daratumumab is a monoclonal antibody directed against CD38, the target in malignant plasma cells. When daratumumab first came out, It was an intravenous infusion that took a lot of time. And we and others have published how to split the first dose and then keep right on going. And the regimen for daratumumab is eight weekly doses, then eight every other week doses, and then monthly. And you don't really think a lot about that until you get a pandemic when nobody would like to come to your office. And we might actually not even like to see you. And as you get people on daratumumab, again, a very active drug, the convenience factor becomes very important. So when patients got to the monthly dose, that was convenient. It was safe, effective, and non-toxic. And what we've shown in our study were patterns of uptake and changes in utilization of daratumumab. And then if you layer on top of that, some of the all-oral regimens we're using to treat myeloma now. It's kind of like the perfect pandemic-friendly regimen. Once a month, daratumumab, and take your oral pills. And you have a very active regimen against myeloma. I don't think there was necessarily an increase in COVID-related deaths. If you look at every study presented at this meeting, they all have footnotes about COVID-related deaths or COVID-related illnesses or comorbidities. But ConnectMM is an ideal vehicle to take a nice look back at changing treatment patterns and the patient's myeloma journey, if you will. Great. Thank you. Um, What do you think are the implications for this study? How can it be used um, in, in practice? Well, the implications, I think, are interesting. It's actually hard now to find a myeloma patient who's beyond the second line, who hasn't seen daratumumab. There are other anti-CD38 monoclonals, in particular isituximab, that's beginning to emerge. And just like Dara, it will have a subcutaneous formulation. And the sub-Q formulation of Dara really revolutionized how we do things because the patients are literally only in clinic 
for like 15 minutes. You get labs, you get your infusion. After the first few doses, you don't wait, you just go home. So people are looking at not only alternative ways to deliver these, but now what we'll be able to look at and connect going forward in our next cohorts of patients are folks that have been exposed to all of the newer things, whether it's CAR T cells, drug antibody conjugates, new monoclonal antibodies, bispecifics, CAR Ts, brand new classes of drugs. So I think it's a really exciting time for multiple myeloma research, and we need to, with the aid of Connect and other data gathering exercises, figure out the right sequence, the right exposures. And now it's exciting because we can follow people that have stringent CRs, and we can start to look at minimal residual disease and make that the new gold standard, make your MRD negative. And all of that's changed dramatically over the time course that Connect's been going. So it's a really good registry. You can see the whole history of multiple myeloma and its treatment. That's great. Um, anything else you'd like to share about the other you know, myeloma abstracts that you've seen presented here? I think at this meeting, there are a ton of myeloma abstracts, a ton of things on bispecific antibodies, cytokine release syndrome and ICANS making the headlines everywhere. But I think what you're going to see is really what's happened with all of our other drugs where we're going to move towards outpatient administration because the hospitals are overwhelmed. We don't have staff to cover all the beds. Lots of we don't have. So the more we can keep people out of the hospitals and give safe, effective therapy, the better we're going to do. Great. Well, thank you so much for talking with us about this today. It's really interesting. Thank you for listening to this podcast recorded live at the 2022 ASH annual meeting by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med. For more expert perspectives on the latest in cancer research and treatment, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at conveymed.io and oncdata.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media for news, exclusive interviews, and more. Music